Hello, Neil. Hello, Kia. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Confused Goat. What's been happening this week? Been quite a busy week. Obviously, the worry this week's the Russian-Ukrainian tension. Funny odd about it here is that it's sort of bubbling near the top of the news, but it's not a big news. It's like it's weird, that yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I know. I mean, bigger news this week in 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 the UK was that Kurt Zuma, the West Ham defender, was caught. I don't even heard this news. Was caught uh, on video kicking and slapping his two cats, shot by his brother on on. Like, oh. um, it's been fined a quarter of a million by the club, and everyone's absolutely up in arms by it. The cat kicker, uh, Kurt Zuma, uh, mm. and uh, it's a, an absolute disgrace. Um, but he still played for West Ham, and I still play him. But uh, what the, the only funny thing about it was the um, I think it was I don't can't remember they're playing now, but the opposing fans were singing um, RSPCA as a taunt to him, which is a, <laughs> the most bizarre taunt of all time. Uh, to the to the YMCA tune, so that was funny. Oh, um, RSPCA. How does that work actually? Because you can't. Not too sure. Many. But they, they made it work, and, uh, but they, unfortunately, West Ham did win. RSPCA. Yeah, over here it's just SPCA, so that would work better. Oh, is it? That would work better. SPCA. Yeah, and they booed every touch. Cat calls for Kurt which is good. And they've taken his cats off him now, which is great. And uh, his brother, who plays for Dagenham and Redbridge, a lower league club, has been suspended. But no, West Ham played him because they're scumbags. Wow. There we are. Sorry, West Ham fans. Any other news? Neighbours. Apparently, oh, Neighbours is um, is in trouble. Everybody needs good. It might, might be um, disappearing from the UK. Is that right? Well, Channel 5 have cancelled their... Um, subscription as we would say to neighbors they've re- refusing to put any more money into it past june mm. so mm. basically uh is it channel 10 channel 10 need to raise some dosh so that they can mm. keep it on air but everyone here does love neighbors even though most people don't watch neighbors so if you were born in the 70s and started watching as i did in 1985 as it came out it was a massive mm. hit on bbc one um mm. it was on uh sort of just when you got back from school and then repeated in like just after the news in the day. So I think we were at sixth form at the time. We just lo- all love neighbours. I don't know why. What was the appeal? Was it the Australian life? It was a really just soft drama, a bit different to like Coronation Street, which, is, which was just unfeasibly grim. And yeah. um, <laughs> EastEnders, again, even grimmer. So it was yeah, just sort of like right. a bit of sunshine, a yeah. bit of drama. Kylie and Jason came into it. They were you know, quite yeah, that's attractive. Right. And it all had mullets. I mean, I had a mullet at the time. I used to get MacGyver haircuts, and it was pretty much the Jason Donovan haircut. That yeah, was, it was. That was the look. And it would keep the back of your head quite warm. The Malay. Um, what, oh, uh, Jimmy Carr. What's going on there? Oh, I don't know if you've read about that, but um, he made some pretty awful um, comedy remarks in his... Netflix special His Dark Materials about gypsies and uh, been uh, not cancelled I don't think he could cancel Jimmy Carr because he's what, what was the so comment it, it was it was to do with the Holocaust wasn't it and it was, it was basically, basically saying, not many, he said something along the lines of not many people know that the Nazis also persecuted gypsies uh, during the Second World War and X thousand died so there was an upside 
something along that mm. those lines. I'm paraphrasing. And the crowd sort mm. of laughed and cheered, which was pretty awful. And um, mm. it's been on since Christmas, but it's just sort of kind of caught their people's attention in the last week or so. Um, and Jimmy Carr says something along the lines of, um, well, I know that the joke that cancels my career is already out there. You know, this might be it type thing. But I, I just, he just seemed to be a little bit um, sort of immune to criticism, Jimmy Carr, because his material is so sort of on the edge and... He, you know, at the end yeah. of the start of that that special, he does say, um, "Look, these are just jokes." But there yeah, you go. I'm not into cancelling people, but that is, I mean, it's a poor taste for me. Yeah, poor taste for me. I mean, I I'm into not, you know, I don't really get easily offended, but I think the problem with that particular joke is he's it feels nasty because he's not inside it at yeah. all. He's just yeah. looking at, out from the outside, and it's him and his demo audience laughing at this group of people um just feels a bit i wonder what tyson yeah. fury's got to say about it i'd love to see tyson fury meet him in I a dark wonder. alley after one of his shows that would be an interesting cool. interview wouldn't it yeah it would be listen listen <laughs> yeah. i'm not sure who that was yeah. <laughs> um yeah um and so um he's had some weird cosmetic surgery too hasn't he jimmy carr he looks a bit odd yeah, now Yeah, he does he does he also like, got a really annoying really... laugh but there we are he goes. Mm. <laughs> I've been feeling a little bit old lately. I have to say, suddenly think, oh shit. Me too. Uh, am I getting old? Yeah. You don't so look. Like, I couldn't find my glasses the other day, and um, I thought, oh shit, there they are. But it was actually a can opener. <laughs> it wasn't my glasses, and I just thought that is maybe a sign that I need to get my eyes tested. Which did which you put the can it. opener on? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't fit. Yeah, right. it didn't fit me. It didn't help my vision. But um, so I, I Googled what the. Oh, no, I saw in the Metro. I Googled what's the difference around. between a can opener and glasses. <laughs> yeah. I can never find the damn can opener. So it was ironic. <laughs> but, um, uh, so anyway, in the Metro, it said that actually the new old age is officially 74. So I'm all right for a mm, bit. Good. 74 is the new old age, yeah. So I looked into that a little bit more, and they're saying that young old. Mm. 65 to 74 you're still young old right right it's the beginning of the end but not the end yeah yeah exactly (laughs) the end of the beginning uh 75 to 84 is middle old right middle old. sounds like lord of the rings 74 middle old yeah 75 to 84 middle old yeah Mm. so still you've got ages it's made me feel a lot better Mm. And then 85 plus is old, old. <laughs> I like the way they, they sort of lull you in with a false sense of security. Yeah, 74 to 85, that's just middle old. 85 and a half on borrowed time. That's old, old. In fact, it didn't say old, old. It just said old. <laughs> but I think the way things are going, we are living a lot longer and a lot healthier longer, which is great. We are. You know? Do you think that in years gone by, you almost sort of just went along with it? I'm old now. I need to wear like... You know, yeah. crimpling trousers and listen to old music and just crumble. <laughs> and now we just sort of don't. Yeah, like, no. yeah. Now we um, go to the gym and try to hold on to our youth or whatever. You know, um, yeah. yeah. We're all Cliff Richarding, Jimmy Carring. So I feel a lot better now that I'm not even. Yeah. Young. So I'm not even in a category as far as I'm concerned. So crack on with the with the can opener. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I must say, I do really notice. Uh, losing my glasses all the time and and not being able to find them it's really frustrating just putting them down absentmindedly I haven't yet got to the point of thinking you're putting your glasses down now on the 
tracksuit pants on the um, clothes hanger. <laughs> you should really put them somewhere else yeah. and, and think where you're putting them because invariably I'm like, oh my God, where are my glasses? Anyone see my glasses? Oh. Yeah. Um, no, that is a major problem. Yeah. I was even thinking of putting a tag. You didn't get those tags on so you can just find stuff like your keys. Mm. I was thinking of putting them on my glasses so that I could then have an app which would find my glasses. <laughs> but I don't think there's a huge thing on there. It looked like I would have Google, Google glasses on there, but it's actually not. It's a tag. And everything. oh, he's really high tech. Is that really not? I just can't find the fucking things. And I nearly put the can opener on the other day. That's and like, I'm, I'm prepared to wear this, this gigantic tag just so that I can find my glasses. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or is he on day release? It's like some weird... <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be called back. Yeah. Oh, dear. So I haven't done that, but I, I feel your pain on that one. I also have like, because whenever I forget my glasses, I used to have to always go and get like a really cheap pair from the from the local news agent for like two quid. Yeah, I used to do squint that. Squint through the day. Yeah. So I've got loads of like really shonky glasses everywhere. Like one eye is in focus, the other one is not overly in focus. Right. And now I've started to, com- like to combine glasses because I need an eye test, but I haven't wanted to go because I don't want the optician that close to my face during the Omicron. Oh, uh, right. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I've got a sort of nervousness about yeah. that. So now I've just got like two pairs of glasses on just to make one eye, uh, you know, work <laughs> in order to read stuff. But I look like a total idiot. So I went recently to read um, the, the local newspaper out for the for the blind uh, with my two pairs of glasses. Wow. Right. Do you have them? And people just thought I was mental. And you... <laughs> Basically, there's a mental guy don't here. Don't talk to him. And also, because I don't really know where I live, because I moved to Wales at the start of lockdown, what series one, yeah. and um, uh, don't really know where I live, and don't really understand how to pronounce Welsh. Whenever I got to a Welsh place, I didn't know how to say it. No. So I was this idiot, blowing guy, Englishman, wearing two pairs of glasses with one eye just about working, yeah. uh, who can't pronounce anywhere where he lives. Yeah. Do you find those those eye tests are a bit weird, aren't they? When you get the do you get the puff, the puff of air in your eye? Have you do you get that one? Do you do that one? Oh yeah, I hate the puff. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so nerve wracking, isn't it? Waiting for the puff. <laughs> it is nerve wracking. I don't like no. it. No, well, it's, I'm not. Well, I've got. We've now booked in, but um, I'm thinking of cancelling. Well, they always try and upsell you, and there's always like you've always had. They do. They did try and upsell us. They did try and upsell it's us. Never like, oh no, you, your eyes exactly the same as it was um, when you last came and seen it. Yeah. Saw us. You don't need anything. It's always like, oh well, you've lost one. Yeah. You know, half a degree of whatever. You yeah. Know. Oh, you missed a toll. You have lost some some vision. But I'm not even young old. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You've upsold me on the on the eye puff. I didn't want the eye puff. <laughs> it's thirty five quid for a standard eye test at this place we're going to, and they like, they, oh, we need you need you need the full medical one. That's going to be another. Yeah, and 35. then it's like that, like, no, that'll be. I don't want the full medical one. That'll be half your monthly wages. Okay, but if you want to get the extra non sheen anti glaze, uh, which we recommend, do you use a computer often? Well, yeah, of course I use a computer. Like fucking everyone uses a computer. <laughs> yeah, I'm in this decade. I use a computer. You know this. You know this, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> They always upsell you opticians. I don't like no. them. I mean, the best thing is to go to go to Specsavers if you can get a token for a free eye test and then peel away and say, oh, no, no, I need my, my wife to come and check these look good on me. They all look the same. Yeah. But um, I, I need her to come back and just verify that I'm not looking, you know, too old-fashioned in these ones. And then you just scurry away <laughs> and you go online and buy it for, like, you know, three quid. <laughs> 
that's the only way to get around it. Right. You know, you scam the opticians. <laughs> there is a way. Right. What can you buy the prescription? Of the, like, if you get the number, yeah. you can buy that. Yeah. If you've got the number, you just, you know, you do it online and it's like 50% cheaper to get the glasses. Oh, right. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then you're not reaching for the can <laughs> when you want to watch something on Netflix. Brilliant. Top tip. I'm, I'm not sure if it's made the news at all over there, but in New Zealand news, we've got this ragtag group of people occupying Parliament, the steps outside oh, Parliament. Right. And um, there's people with Trump flags. Pro-Trump. Well, it's a real disparate group. You've got people with Trump flags. You've got other groups doing the haka. Um, and it's just this real messy... Said There's no one voice. It's very hard to negotiate with these people. It's just a yeah. complete mess of, you know, you've got, execute her! And then you've got someone God. holding up a placard next to them which says, love is the answer. Yeah. It's just this weird kind of festival atmosphere blocking off streets... The, the the violent voices are taking over now. Yeah. And it's becoming yeah. scary, and it's um. It's what the internet spits out after it's been on for too long. Isn't yeah. It? Like, like when you clean out the washing machine, the filter—it's that. That's what's ended up on the steps. <laughs> That's of what's Parliament. left. Yeah. And and they don't want to get heavy. They've tried to send tow trucks in, but the towies have been given threats, so they're not willing to, to do anything to take the vehicles away of these people so there's talk of sending the army in but they don't want to do that because it'll be <laughs> it's a bit much. it's just it's a bit uh, america to send the army in i don't well new zealand's army's like not not that i'm like could they handle that <laughs> <laughs> the tow truck guys have got more of a chance <laughs> but yeah it's quite scary to be honest because it's just uh, they're like threatening journalists as well and they're kind yeah. of it's just become like you know, they, they don't believe the news. They're all they're all in that echo chamber of yeah. weird. Yes, um, yeah. the chamber of weird. Info. Yeah, yeah. Well, the chamber yeah. of weird also attacked a Sir Keir Kia Starman this week. I saw that outside yeah. Parliament. He got rough roughed up by a by the yeah, yeah the internet um, uh, lint uh, of people shouting Jimmy Savile, you traitor, and all this sort of thing. He got bundled into a police car and had to be whisked away. Um, mm. And he blames Boris Johnson for. Um, for basically taking the um, internet conspiracy theory that he was responsible for, to allow Jimmy Savile, who was a notorious paedophile uh, and dreadful TV presenter, to boot. Um, uh, allowed <laughs> he wasn't him. great, was he? I never understood. It was the... like giving the child catcher a, a TV show in the 70s. It was so creepy, even then. <laughs> it was unfeasibly creepy. Okay, I think it's time for Film of the Week. Uh, I caught up with Dan the Film Man earlier today. He's a sweet-talking film man. He's a man and his name is Dan. I thought that this week I'd go, um, I'd just go extreme, really. Over here in UK, it's been quite an extreme week in the news, especially with the uh, Jimmy Carr stand-up. But on the basis of that, anyway, yeah, I thought I would go extreme this week as well. So a film I wanted to see for a while, which uh, came out last year and actually won the Palm d'Or. Mm. Um, it's a film called Titan. Um, so I don't know if you heard about it. Um, I've heard of the Palm d'Or. Going back to our days in Cannes, you know, I thought, yeah, let's see. Yes. It was quite a surprise win for the Palm d'Or because it's a very... It's a very out there film. Um, and Spike Lee was the head of the jury that year and it famously revealed the winner before it was actually formally announced that evening. But yeah, what it's about is about um, a woman who as a child was in a car crash and so she has a titanium plate put in her head. 
Mm. Um, and then later in life, she's sexually aroused by cars. Sounds very uh, very well, I mean, very um, Cronenbergian as well. So Crash, yeah. Two filmmakers that she's been the director, Julia DeCano, has been influenced by, and that's David Cronenberg, David Lynch, and uh, the character is she's kind of a serial killer as well. So there's a lot in this film. Um, wow. And then she gets very, very bizarrely, she gets impregnated by a car. Um, what type of car? I don't know. It's like a big sort of American Mustang or thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Boris Minor. Sorry, it's not Top Gear, is it? And it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a really extreme film um, in the direction it takes and the things that happen and the scenes. And it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's what they call sort of French extreme cinema. Um, mm. Really worth mm. watching, I think, just because it's so unpredictable. Mm. Is the is the um, offspring shown in the Titan? Uh, uh, yeah, spoiler spoiler alert at the very end. Yeah, no, the spoiler will generate good downforce, um, particularly around corners. <laughs> There's a moment in the film um, where she's kind of gone on a bit of a killing spree. She kills one person in a house. And then someone comes down the stairs and she's like, oh, shit. So she's got to kill them. And then, Better do them too. And then she sees, and then somebody else comes out of another room and she's like, oh, God's sake. And she has to go and kill them. And then just as she's doing that, someone else comes out of another room. And it's like um, in this moment of absolute horror, there's a nice comedy. Sort of comedy bit. And it's kind of, that's what throws up the question of, is it okay to joke about anything really dark ever yeah i think it's case by case the argument i sort of would probably fight for is that when you've got something that's extremely dark and it is horrendous um that comedy can be a way of kind of dealing with that and processing it um and i'll give you an example of the uh, like you know larry david uh, curb your enthusiasm mm. so he got a bit of flack mm. when he did saturday night live and he was joking about if he'd been at a concentration camp he would he still be checking out women and things like that there um and you think he loves his um concentration camp jokes sorry david it's like yeah lots of people saying no you should never joke about concentration camps and you never joke about holocaust Mm. but for him as a a jewish uh, comedian Mm. he's kind of that's a way of processing something mm. horrendous that has happened to the Jewish people and it's kind of... I'm just thinking of um when he's with us when he's with Jeff in the car and he's like um I just gotta run it past Hitler. What does who's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, Hitler? Yeah, yeah, Jeff's got right, his yeah. parents in the car. <laughs> and I remember he had the champion of the game show Survivor meeting a Holocaust survivor. Yes, I remember that, yes, yeah. Man, we had uh, you know, no toilets and on the fourth day I got really what are you talking about? We had to eat own shit. I remember he's chatting, isn't he chatting? He says, like, oh, he went five days without a latte or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that is funny. I mean, uh, even, even sort of a non-Jewish audience can, can obviously laugh at that and it's okay because it's Jewish people laughing about that. And somehow that feels comfortable in a way that the Jimmy Carr thing just sits with me a little bit uncomfortably. Yeah, I think um, if you're outside of that world... I think it's a bit mm. different, isn't it? Yeah. So my tip for the well, week, yes, uh, Titan. Um, there it is extreme cinema and not for everybody, not for the faint-hearted, but if you're feeling brave, go there.
And where can our listeners catch Titan? Uh, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Actually, that's where I got it. It's um, you probably got to pay for it. Nine ninety nine. I, I I got it for so. Uh... yeah um by the way titan is a french movie reminding me of the um the french flag um do you know do you know much about flags (laughs) (laughs) well damn that's funny you should say that that's actually a a really good segue into our next section flag of the week flag of the week okay neil it's time for a new section it's a flag review. Okay. Or something I've always wanted to do. A flag review? You've always wanted to do a flag review? I've always wanted to review flags, man. Every country. I tried to do it on Twitter once, but I only got up to, like, the B. <laughs> but... Did you get much, think, um, much traction, as they say, with that? <laughs> I got, like, one like on, on um, Albania. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go through all the countries of the world, and we're going to give them a rating out of 10. Now, this has nothing to do, I should just stress, with the country itself. Um, this is purely the flag and the flag design. And um, the, type of, the type of qualities I'm going to be um, making my judgment on are things like symmetry, color, simplicity, originality, use of space. Does it look good small? How would it look? How would it look on the moon? And how would it look fluttering outside the, the um, UN? Yeah, um, okay. And just generally, you know, what's the overall impression, the aesthetic impact, and, and also maybe the relevance to the country? Right. Are you going to go in alphabetical order or just randoms? Going to go in alphabetical order. So this week we'll start with Afghanistan. Okay. Can you describe the flag for our for our listeners? Yeah. Um, listener. So, Sorry, our listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's essentially a, a, a tri-coloured horizontal striped flag. So uh, we have black at the top, followed by red and and a green at the bottom. And then in the middle is an emblem, and all of that emblem is white. So you've got the black, the red, and the green stripes, horizontal, and then a white emblem. Um, my, my thought on the emblem is that it's a bit all over the place stylistically. It's got like a temple and a couple of flags, like flags on flags. That's never a good look. And I don't think any of that detail would really be picked up particularly. Um, that's just my impression there. <laughs> Um, I I don't know if uh, you you got lucky the day that you got one like for your flag reviews because this <laughs> this is very niche very niche. Can I just add you could buy an Afghani flag on um, Amazon and there's only two left in stock seven ninety five. Two left in the whole in the whole world. <laughs> the whole world. There's two left in stock. Let's wrap this flag one up. Marks out of 10 for the Afghani flag here. I'm going to give it a 5.5. Out of 10? Out of 10. That's quite low. There we are. Harsh. I think you started with a harsh review there. I'm going to give it a solid 10. I like the emblem in the middle. It's, it was quality. 10, 10 out of 10 for that. Oh, yeah, 10. Solid 10. <laughs> I think that's going to skew the result. <laughs> it may well do. Okay. Let's have a bit of banter about our portamenter. So this, oh. Neil, is a chance for us to talk about something that is dear to both of our hearts. Portamenters? Portamenters? Portamenti? Which are essentially the, 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 the mushing of... Is it two words or is it, can it be two, more I than two words? Two. I think it's just two, isn't it? Yeah. Generally two. Do we say it wrong? Is it portmanta? We add an A. Do we add an A? 
You know, this I've yeah. I've already done the jingle and it's like let's have a bit of banter about a portamanta. It doesn't work with portmanta. <laughs> so we have to <laughs> stick with it. Stick with it. Let's so, just keep saying portamanta. We've come too far now. We have. Did you know that Lewis Carroll invented the portamanta? What in a in a in a publication or Yeah. He came up with smog, smoke and fog. He came up with smog. Smog. Some one of his novels, yeah. Did he know people would just know what it meant? I think that Upon they did. It. Yeah, oh. I think he he um in the text uh, said the combination of smoke and fog rather like a portamanta which apparently is a is a is French for a carrying a men's carrying case or a large bag. Okay. I don't know why that was used as a the word for two words smushed together but there you go. We need a word for this new thing. Um <laughs> men's carrying case in French. Yeah, that sounds kind of frilly. Yeah. That'll do it. Um, I thought a good portamenta uh, of the week um, was a word for jet ski. And I think whoever um, named the jet ski missed out on a massive portamenta opportunity with boater bike. Boater bike. Boater. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Boater bike. Um, a restaurant entrepreneur who does just entrees would be a entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> like it. Like it. Yes. <laughs> Um, and also here's would that restaurant survive more than the traditional three months window I don't think so I don't know I think the novel the novelty of the name would get like at least one sitting and then the the um, disgustingness of the food <laughs> would um, not get two um, would you have a series of entrees then would you have like three on entrees probably just your... yeah it'd be quite expensive it'd be like little, it'd be like tapas plates. almost it's tapas it's you've tapas. tapas except it's called entrepreneur yeah when are you opening by the way after covid um yeah definitely after covid <laughs> um and here's one i made up it's got a very specific use it's um specifically for someone who says a lot of portamantas and gets out of breath doing so and they are they would be a porter panter <laughs> it's awful it is awful <laughs> but i like it <laughs> Well, I've got one that Lorna said uh, this week by accident. Um, we've got this sort of slightly whiffy smell in the bedroom, which we think might be dead rodents. Thank you. Um, that come yeah. in. And then we had a plumber in. He's like, yeah, it's a dead rodent. So you just put the heating on and let it cook. I thought, oh, shit. Do we have to do that? I actually, have to leave the, we have to stay out of this one room for like three weeks while this dead rodent heated up and the, and the pong sort of just dissipated over time. But anyway, it's gone now. So we're back in the room. But um, she's put in like this sleep spray in the room just before bed, just in case this odour sort of <laughs> kicks back in. And she this is a long word, lead up to the portamento. It is. And she <laughs> used the word spragrance. That's quite good. It is good. And she didn't even know she was doing it. She started to just develop port- portmanteaus. Port- portmanteaus. portmanteaus. <laughs> They're everywhere. They are literally everywhere, aren't they? When you they are everywhere. And, um, and there'll be another one next week. <laughs> Great. This is some motherfucking interesting shit. Considering what we're talking about, really. The other thing I thought we could talk about was things that we either need to start saying or be aware of that to, to stay relevant to a, a younger audience. Right. And the one I thought of this week and and that I, I hear a lot is what the actual fuck as opposed to what okay. the fuck. Just throwing in hear? the actual. The actual, yeah. Yeah, which is an interesting take on, on, a, on, an, on an old classic, what the fuck. Yeah. What the actual fuck is what the... Um, yeah, I suppose it's even stronger than what the fuck. It's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it's, it's the actual one, not the, not the other ones that are fucks that aren't 
um, yeah. actually fucks. Yeah, right. Not the fake fucks. The Have actual... you started saying it now? Have you adopted it? It would feel really try hard if I did I think it. it would sound sick, potentially dope, if you said it. Dope. dope. That's the other thing. Dope. <laughs> like, people never used to say that, did they? No. I don't know no. what that means. Dope wasn't mm. dope um, a nickname for, like, cocaine. Yeah, or, or just or even just marijuana, yeah, but, but never a or positive affirmation. Yeah. Mm. Never. And sick, it just makes... I don't like that. Mm. That's sick, man. Mm. It's like, what? Is that good or bad? I don't know. But yeah. we're old. We're old. I've got a bad back. I've got a bad back. I've got a stand-up desk. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of this story is if you have a stand-up desk, you can't say what the actual fuck, dope or sick. That period of your life is finished. You need to stick with all the verbs, adverbs, nicknames and general um, slang that you learn in your youth. We had a, um, a really fishy smell in the house and it was furniture and it was, was actually it? a mirror that, that we'd recently bought. Glue. It was glue. Yeah. And it, it smells like rotten fish and it's a common complaint about certain furniture. So we just really? had to get rid of this mirror. It really... That's awful, isn't it? Wow. Where did you put it, the mirror? My sister's got a, um, a like a shipping container. So it's... It's just in there, stinking that up. Stinking up all the other stuff. <laughs> Is it a really attractive mirror, though? And you're like, oh, what a shame. It looks so nice. It's actually it not. Fish. It's not that amazing. When, when we, oh. we had quite an attractive mirror in England, but we didn't take it over with us. So we, I just bought this sort of knockoff. But um, yeah, there you but go. You stink, get what you pay stinky for. Stinky knockoff, yeah. Yeah, fishy so mirror. Was that, is that like a petrochemical that's gone wrong, or is it glue? That's or what? What, yeah. Um, what is it? Got to be careful. All this stuff. Like the other day, I creosoted uh, quite a large amount of wooden planks, and the next day I could not walk straight. I was like, I was drunk. I'd actually, oh, you know, fumed myself. Well, good and proper, and I couldn't walk. I was like, I was on a ceiling, ceiling cross channel ferry, oh. uh, but uh, I, I wasn't, and uh, I had to like cling to walls all day the next day i was slightly better three days it took me to actually walk walk straight I yeah mean, i've bonkers. really done myself with um painting in a confined space using um oil-based paint it really d- does you it does you yeah now uh the fishy smell is typically a sign that an electrical component is overheating now that's not what i fishy smell on wood here we go <laughs> the smell could be coming from your upholstery being treated with flame retardants chemicals to protect the fabric or the varnish from your wooden furniture these solvents range from tick solvents yeah fuel oxygen oxygenates to chloroform well to formaldehyde um okay so yeah, yeah uh, the thing is we don't know what we're putting in our houses do we this is the thing we bring all this shit yeah in and it's like covered in formaldehyde yeah. <laughs> isn't that what they use to like embalm isn't that what um damien hurst uses with sharks yeah. and cows i think it is mm. yeah but then, like, it's traditionally uh, been a problem, hasn't it? I remember reading about the guy. Who was it now? It was a fa- one of the, I think it was one of the prime ministers. He had, like, in the Victorian times, had green walls. And they used arsenic in the paint um, at that time. And um, it basically killed him. Because mm. he slept in a room full of arsenic, emitting ars- arsenic. Yeah, well, you had the, um, you've had the, the Romans night. drinking from lead pipes. And we have asbestos yeah. over here, which kills people. Um, and you have fishy mirrors. And now we've got fishy mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else, Neil? My only other um, portmanta was a really poor one that I read. So because of the lockdown, people have uh, realised that actually 
their um, employers don't know where the fuck they are. So what they're doing is they're booking in uh, foreign jaunts, or if they can go abroad, or if they can just go to a mm. nicer part of their own country, mm. and they're working from that. That rather than working from home, they're working from like a, a ski chalet, or they're working from like you know Pisa in Italy, or they're working from like um, a lovely Welsh cottage now available on Airbnb. But um, they're calling this instead of leisure. They've just added a B for business, and they're calling it pleasure, which is a particularly mm. poor. Yeah, poor manto, isn't it? Yeah, no, that is poor. No, that pleasure. is poor because blur business leisure doesn't make you think biz, b, or biz. No, no, poor. No, it's gone too far. I think um, staycation was a good COVID um, port port. That's manto. a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, but pleasure, pleasure, no. But but the alternative would have been leisureness. Leisureness. That's better. That's better. Is it leisureness? Let's think about I don't this. Know. Um, I don't think it is that much better. Pleasure, no, Ple- no, that's just pleasure. No, that's just pleasure. You've just said, <laughs> I just pleasure, said pleasure, pleasure in a weird voice. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great Sunday. I will do. I will do. And I'll have a great Saturday. If you could tell me who wins the Premier League games this uh, this fixture, I could put loads of money. Yeah, on Yeah, I wish it I'll worked win. like that. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> would be good, wouldn't it? Do Arsenal win away? Do Arsenal? Win away? How much should I put on that kid? <laughs> God, imagine that. You'd be like, Glit, we found a glitch. like Biff in uh, Back to the Future Two. <laughs> it would be. It's basically Biff. <laughs> I'll try that. We'll try it next week. All right, we'll, try we'll give it, it a go. Week. Magic. Adios. Goodbye. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>